Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Monday, August 26th, and our top stories for today. I'm going to do a rundown of the G7 meeting in France. Hell yeah! G7! (laughs) Yeah, G7 indeed. And then Pat, Mark, and Wes will take us on a news buffet of other headlines. All right, so first up, the G7 rundown. G7 which stands for uh, Group of Seven, right? Glo- yeah, not a, very, not a very original name. Yeah, it's Group of Seven. Group That's, of Seven. It stands for Glo- Group of Seven. Group of it Seven. Does? Yeah. Okay, Global Seven, Governments, Time Seven, one of those things. Group of Seven, I guess. Um, it's a meeting between seven of the top economic countries in the world. Uh, it used to be eight countries. Um, it's like a country club for the world's so get, elite economies. So you get, you get kicked out if you're not doing great. Russia got kicked out by Obama, yeah. China uh, didn't even get invited. No. Yeah, and they're number two. Yeah. They're not even in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that has something to do with uh, them, you know, their government style. But anyways, um, leading up to the G7 was a little weird. Trump was talking shit to France and Denmark. The Danes aren't in the G7, uh, but it's mostly European. So that sort of set the stage a little strange. Also, Trump wants Russia to be invited back in. Uh, to the G- G7 to make it the G8 again, even though they're the 12th largest global economy behind China, India, Brazil, and South Korea as other notable economies that are not in the G7. Yeah, uh, so Trump wants a buddy. I don't know if Trump should be arguing for Russia to come back in the G7. He just wants yet. a friend. Yeah. You know, it's like, Will, you were an only child. When, we went, when you went on a vacation, you take one of us. You know, you want a bud. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's true. He's got Boris Johnson now, though. So yes. I, don't, I, I feel like he's got his buddy there. Also... Um, Russia with the 12th largest economy, like you got it. I mean, I get China. Maybe you don't bring them in, but you have India, Brazil and South Korea all above Russia. So, well, would they have to promise to stop hacking us or no? It's not not part of the deal. I would I would hope so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if, as far as hacking, though, they're they're G one. Yeah, they're so, definitely G one. Well, them in Russia, them in China. Yeah, they're G one and two. All right. Anyways, here's the takeaway from uh, day one, Sunday of the G seven summit. Uh, Trump and Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow are staying hard line on China. Here's Kudlow's quote: "There are always disagreements. You got high powered leaders here, and there may be tactical disagreements, but every single one of those leaders agreed that something has got to be done about China's unfair trading practices. Every single one expressed support on that very key point." Unquote. They're all just who, who's eyeing about China sucking. Yeah, who, who's ah? Easy to talk shit about China when they're not in the room, you know what I mean? Yeah, number two economy, can't even get an invite. I mean, why know. didn't they just prank call, video call Xi? They should have prank called him. They should, they should especially yeah. prank call Putin. Yes. Like, I because mean, yeah. he wants to be there the most. Not if they want to live, Will. It's like a fake invite. <laughs> yeah. No one prank calls Putin. Not, yeah, that, not is, since, that is a dangerous not game. Since you don't the live last to tell time. the tale. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Uh, next up, Trump and Macron are not cool over the surprise invite of Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javed Zarif. I guess Macron just last second invited this guy to the town where they're having the meeting. That's Macron's kinda, just trying to you know fuck up Trump. He's like, guess who's here, bitches? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's super inappropriate. Yeah. He's not in the crew. He just gave him a hoverboard to like fly I, I mean, in over over everyone's right. heads with Lamborghini yeah. hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly right, Mark. I mean, Macron and Trump are just constantly fucking with each other. Like yeah. Macron just started a space force a year after Trump started a space force. That kind of thing. I mean, it's just it's going to be nonstop one upsmanship from these two. That's what the G seven's all about, especially from like the host, like whoever's hosting yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, it's all about one upsmanship. Like international version of like, welcome to the fucking show. You yeah. know that that <laughs> yeah. like the you know that part about uh, that yeah. from that movie in the Will Ferrell uh, Zach Galifianakis movie. The right, campaign. exactly. Yeah. The, yeah, international politics of of, of that. Yeah. Um, also, Macron and Trump don't see eye to eye on environmental policy, but. They did at least agree that we need to do something to put out the Amazon forest fires. Wes is going to have more on that later. Um, on the other hand, like we talked about earlier, Trump and Boris Johnson are now fast friends with Trump saying about Johnson at breakfast that, quote, he needs no advice. He's he's the right man for the job. Unquote. Everyone needs advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Boris Johnson and Trump are like, have you seen that movie uh, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I haven't seen it. No. Well, it's like. There's different Spider-Man, like basically, like there's a different version of you in every universe. Yeah, I think that Boris Trump Johnson's the UK Spider-Man. Trump's yeah, the US. Exactly. Like Boris Johnson's a different universe version of Trump, and they just ended up in the same universe. I bet Trump had a drink this weekend, hanging with Boris. Like, how do you not? Because oh, sure. he's not a drinker, Trump. Or he let it? Boris take all the drinks he would have. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is also yeah. good for the Brexit. Drink one for me, Boris. Oh, yeah. Very good for the Brexit, but I don't yeah. predict it. Oh, this is great for Brexit. It's also great for uh, people in general because they'll be seeing pictures of Trump and Johnson together and they're like <laughs> yeah. human highlighters. That's so great. It's just like awesome pictures. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, speaking of pictures, some good ones from Sunday at the G7. There is a great one of Melania. She appears to be smelling Justin Trudeau after kissing him on the cheek during a photo op. So Wouldn't you? Yeah, she's just sending her orgasm to him through her eyes. Ooh, he's easily the hottest uh, hottest yeah. politician of all time, and Melania's looking really good in that picture. Yeah, she That's is. an yeah, R-rated picture. Mm -hmm. Melania is steamy in that one. Uh, there's a really weird one of Trump where he's leaning into the camera next to Macron. They're both at the G7 table, but Trump is leaning in to appear larger than Macron, like a puffer fish, <laughs> like, just like wants to be bigger. He doesn't have to lean in very far. He took he, he took that <laughs> he took that photo home to Baron and showed him. See Baron, this is what you do. Well, Baron's also really tall now. Yeah, Baron got real big. Yeah, Baron's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's crazy. That new picture of him. They've been feeding that kid something else. Uh, and then also, uh, let's see here. The last one. Oh, the weirdest one of all. The Skycam pick. So there's like this G7 table where all the leaders sit at, and they had a camera directly above the table, a Skycam facing down and all of them just leaned back in their chairs and took like a weird staring up picture at this guy came very strange very strange Interesting. Um, all right. something Check to masturbate to later what's that i said something to masturbate to later for me <laughs> for you <laughs> that's guy camp yeah. something that look I at like. those look at those powerful men all in, <laughs> they got them all in one frame right on, look at that up upwards view and everything. looking down on and them off. there was one woman angela merkel i don't and even have, i don't even have to have multiple tabs they're all there, <laughs> they're all, there. <laughs> all right that's pretty much it from the g7 so far taking it to the internet we have a tourist from biriats france I, I that's not how you say it but that's the name don't of you the speak town. french what? um dennis kovalov says because of this, seven people and hundreds of their staff people and visitors of Biratsis 
was not allowed to use beach for the entire weekend. How is it fair? It's not, Holy shit. It's not fair. You couldn't yeah. use the beach the whole weekend? It's not fair. Yeah, Dennis got Dennis also scheduled his vacation during the G7 at this small French coastal. I'm going to yeah. trade so his, lives so with Dennis plane, right yeah, now. His plane <laughs> flights were also just astronomical. What a bad planning by Dennis. Yeah. Poor Dennis. Yeah, yeah. yeah really bad. Dennis Every is, other comment was about them needing to do something about the burning Amazon, but Wes, we'll tell us about that later. Yes. Dennis, right, Trump, and G. Buffet. Oh, yeah! Okay, summer's almost over, which means hunting season is almost here. Also means you may be going to the indoor range to keep your pistol accuracy sharp during the winter months, and that means you're going to need a nice holster to tote that pistol around in. That's why you need to go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com. They offer custom-made holsters, all produced in the USA, designed in Las Vegas, Nevada. They measure their holsters down to the micro-millimeter to ensure the perfect fit. You can adjust the cant and ride of these holsters, which means you can adjust the angle they sit on your hip and how high they sit on your hip. And they have an adjustable retention signified by a click sound. So when it clicks in, you know that the pistol is safe, ready to go. They have custom printed designs, the thin blue line, the thin red line, constitution, camo, a whole bunch. Uh, the We the People holsters start at just 37 bucks a piece. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a refund. And right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code factor at checkout to get 10 bucks off their first holster. That's as low as 37 bucks, and shipping is free with an additional 10 bucks off using our promo code. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor. Promo code FACTOR at checkout for an extra 10 bucks off. Oh, yeah! Well, before Big we get losers. in the news buffet, let's talk about gambling real quick. Uh, we got a nice little short market uh, for you to discuss today. In a little bit, mm. I like to call, go on, take the money and run. So first step of this plan, this bit, is log into or onto www.predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 and create an account and deposit 20 bucks in that account, and we'll match that 20. You'll get a free 20, boys. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. This site, predictit.org, is totally legal and legit, and it's incredible, so just do it. Uh, yeah, it takes like two minutes, and you can tell it's legal because unlike some of those sports gambling sites, you can use any American bank card. 100%, not yeah. just Bitcoin. You don't have to use Bitcoin. You're not going to have to call Wells Fargo <laughs> and tell them that yeah. you're, you're trying to buy a gift for your grandmother, and that's why you need to deposit $1,000. Right, in, in Lithuania. Yes, exactly. She loves Lithuanian uh, goods. The soaps yeah. are great there. <laughs> anyway, once you have an account with your free 20 bucks, take a look at the market for Mississippi Governor GOP Prime. So on Tuesday, August 27th, Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves and former State Chief Justice Bill Waller Jr. are in a runoff for the governor's seat. It's a runoff. Yeah. And the consensus. Who's whiter of the two? They're both pretty white gentlemen. Are they? Okay. Have you looked them up? No idea. But they're. We don't know. They're running for something yeah. in Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I would uh, say whoever's the palest usually. Well, our well, take, though, our hot take here, white whiteness aside, is that Waller's going to win. Yeah. Waller. Uh, almost won. They did runoff because no one got above 50%, but Waller got like 49.3% of the vote, and the guy, Tate, who's in second place, got 33% of the vote. He did get endorsed by the guy that got the other 18% of the vote, but uh, it's Waller. Waller, yeah, I mean, Waller, Waller. You go into the voting poll and you don't know anything. You just see Wall in the guy's name. You're voting for that guy in Mississippi. Exactly. Interesting take, yeah. 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 Tate Reeves sounds a little bit European. Bill Waller Jr.? Bill Waller Jr. Oh, the slam junior dunk. too. That lets uh, you know that sixty-seven years old, very white, Safe slam bet. dunk win. What's, yeah. what's the other guy's name? Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor, and the junior in Bill Waller's name lets you know that his dad might be involved, so he's not going to make any any crazy progressive decisions. Yeah, he's he's got generational wealth. Uh, yep. Tate Reeves is a gin, ginger, making him extra white. Uh, but 
maybe like the ginger pro- part probably takes you back. It's the wrong kind of white whale. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's the wrong kind yeah, of white. But it's you're also half dead if you're a ginger. You're almost like. <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyway, guys, bet on Waller to win. Uh, you can also bet the margin of victory, uh, which the 10 to 15 percent margin of victory at 12 cents at the time of this recording looks pretty fucking sexy. So I would Ooh. I would buy heavy there. Yeah. I mean, if you if it was 49 percent to 33 percent, that's a variance of about 15 to 16 percent. The other guy did get an endorsement, but that 10 percent is looking sexy. Yeah. Throw your mm-hmm. cash in there. Get get yeah. your mom a nice soap from Lithuania. Remember that the, the first $20 is free at Predicted if you put in $20. That's predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. You got to go to that URL if you want the free 20. See the lines for yourself. Do a little research. Maybe reach out to the hard factor boys. Let's make some money. Yeah. And Ooh. now let's get to the moose, news buffet. Take right, me to the moose buffet. The moose buffet. Moose. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. It's hurricane eat, season, eat, boys. Eat more chicken. Eat more chicken. Uh, we've been relatively lucky this year, but currently Tropical Storm Dorian is swirling around the Atlantic. And according to the U.S. National Hurricane Center, which for the record has to be one of the most depressing jobs in the world, uh, the storm could reach hurricane strength by Tuesday. Yeah, that's like the uh, lighthouse keeper in like the early late 1800s, early 1900s, like when you just knew uh, nothing ship, but tragedy. Yeah. Just tragedy. You yeah. come home, you take your hat off. <laughs> your wife says, how many people are going to die today? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, the storm may be hitting the Caribbean's lesser Antilles, which is kind of an insult to injury. If you ask me, those poor people already have to live in the lesser Antilles. And now a storm is coming. <laughs> uh, if I had my way, those smug bastards in the greater Antilles would have to endure the storm. Maybe it would knock them down a peg or two yeah that's a pretty rude naming of the antilles yeah antilles is just uh islands so they're there it's a it's an archipelago archipelago <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it does become a hurricane guys though don't fret because our fearless leader has a solution and no it's not enforcing stricter regulations on industrial processes that pollute the environment or doing things like not withdrawing from the paris agreement on climate change no, his solution is a much more swift and practical approach to the increased frequency of storms and their strengths, and that's to nuke them. Oh, nuke the storms. Yeah, nuke them. Hmm. Nuke those bad storms. Uh, well, I mean, before, I mean, don't knock it till you try it. Well, yeah. let's like, try it once. He's like, let's get a giant fan and push back on the storm. <laughs> How big of a Look, fan can we get? I'm saying, like, when you see that little fucking hurricane on the radar screen, it is infuriating to look at. So, like, I don't, I, I, I they nuke everything in movies that's going to destroy the America. So, in like, one movie, they nuke, uh, nuke an asteroid. Yeah, not I mean, everything. I mean, don't I, they nuke something in day after or like several other? No, no I, think, I don't think so. I think it's a nuke. Fallout. Just Armageddon. Just Armageddon is the one movie where they nuke something. That's the best one, anyways. I mean, it's the only real American, like you know, that's okay. the one. If you're going to judge. Let's hey, try I mean, it once. It, it might be worth the shot. Yeah. All right. Well, look, guys, according to inside sources in meetings with Homeland Security, Trump floated the idea of dropping nuclear bombs on hurricanes to stop them in their tracks. Apparently, Trump said something to the effect of, quote, I got it. I got it. Why don't we nuke them? Uh, they start forming off the coast of Africa. And as they're moving across the Atlantic, we drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? Uh, well, the reason we can't do that. <laughs> well, okay. So Go on. A, na- a, na- <laughs> a National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration fact sheet was uh, was released to address the proposed quote, uh, saying, apart from the fact that this might not even alter the storm, 
the uh, this approach neglects the problem uh, that the released radioactive fallout would f- move fairly quickly with trade winds to affect land land areas and cause devastating environmental problems. Yeah, two quick things I could think of is uh, the storm would turn into radiation winds, and once it touches land, everyone gets uh, radiation and cancer and dies. Also, probably you're going to get some fucked up sharks probably out yeah. there and whales that are now in like, the storm that now like have radiation poisoning and are yeah. eating other things, and then we're going to fish those animals and then get radiation from eating like sharks. Shark, tuna, and whales and shit. Yeah. Uh, well, but can you be sure without trying? <laughs> I, can't, no, I guess not. I can't believe I, I have not. to tell you guys this, but we got to explain that this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. Let's try it once. <laughs> All right. Toymaker Hasbro has acquired Death Row Records, the influential West Coast gangster rap label that was founded by Suge Knight, the DOC, and Dr. Dre in 1991. Death Row was heavily influential in the 90s, for those of you... Uh, that are younger than 30. Um, they had artists like Tupac Shakur and Snoop Dogg leading the way, and they were just a huge fucking big deal. So Hasbro, the worldwide toy maker, announced the $4 billion deal Thursday to buy British company Entertainment One, which produces animated kids shows such as Peppa Pig and PJ Masks, along with owning Death Row Records. Yeah, and oh, a, shit a, ton of, a shit ton of other record labels. But I worked with E1, and Death Row was absolutely their, uh, their crown jewel yeah, of, of catalog. For sure, and now it's Hasbro's crown jewel. Uh, the, uh, here's a quote from the Hasbro. From the C- makers of Candyland. Yeah. Here's, here's <laughs> Death Row Records. Hasbro CEO, <laughs> CEO Brian Goldner said, the acquisition of E1 adds beloved story-led global family brands that deliver strong operating returns to Hasbro's portfolio and provides a pipeline of new brand creation driven by family-oriented storytelling. You punk-ass bitch. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's unclear if Brian Goldner had any idea that E1 purchased Death Row Records in 2013 and now they own it. But I would definitely buy a Death Row Records version of Monopoly or a Snoop Dogg with blunt-in-hand action figure this Christmas. That'd be oh, great. Yeah. yeah, why not? Also, does, it, does this mean they own the rights to Leprechaun in the Hood, the movie series? It's possible. We'll, we'll get back to you on that. It's yeah. very well, but I'm just saying that should have always been made into a board game, that movie series. Leprechaun, just... the board game. I miss Leprechaun, Leprechaun in the, the Hood. hood I miss Leprechaun in the Hood. There were like four of them. No, that was the second one. Though, I think wasn't it Leprechaun Two, Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, you're right. Leprechaun, yeah. Leprechaun in the Hood was Leprechaun was was, a, was, was it, an offshoot it was of a the Leprechaun series. Movie. I thought it was a series. No, it was. A, it was Leprechaun the did, movie was a series. Leprechaun was a series. They might have done two total Leprechaun in the Hoods, but the second Leprechaun, I believe, was Leprechaun in the Hood. Get oh. on your uh, horror movies from like the '90s. Come on, guys. All right, moving on. Well, in case you didn't catch my latest tweet, like my massive uh, 1,641 people following on Twitter uh, did, I am taking a stand against the massive fire burning in the Amazon. And, it was uh, an awesome tweet, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I thought I looked pretty good. And the planet's lungs I as environmentalists like You don't take like many stands. This is a nice one. It's like a, I think it's pretty important. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, and the planet's lungs as environmentalists like myself call it is in big trouble. So the fires are, are so big that President Macron of France wants the matter talked about at the G7 summit, as Will, as Will mentioned. And some countries attending the summit said they would even uh, levy economic penalties in the forms of blocking a trade deal between the EU and Brazil if their president, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, doesn't stop blaming the fires on warm weather and do something about it. Oh, okay. He's not just blaming it on warm weather. He's also blaming it on uh, on uh, NGOs, non-government organizations, who he thinks are lighting the fires. Yeah, he yeah. says that there's a conspiracy that they're lighting the fires against him. Yeah, people think cattle ranchers and loggers are doing it to like utilize the land. I don't know. Yeah, he also right. has that brain cat disease thing, so yeah. don't really listen too much to what he says. Or yeah. any, any toxoplasmosis uh, or whatever. Plasmosis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to react to a fire as adversely as most people would. 
Right. So in a tweet, Macron said, quote, our house is burning. Literally, the Amazon rainforest, the lungs of our planet, which produces 20 percent of our oxygen, is on fire. It's an international crisis. Um, to that, Bolsonaro said that Macron was being a sensationalist and was using the fires for his own political gain, um, adding, quote, spreading unfounded data and messages inside or outside Brazil does not help solve the problem and lends itself only to political use and misinformation. So. He's just, you know, being a little cynical here. So he doesn't want to fix the forest fires because he doesn't agree with Macron's environmental stances. He's making a ton of cash on the forest fires, is my take. Because what he, are people he, doing? He, he was encouraging deforestation, and he right. he, he cut the uh, the environmental enforcement agency of Brazil's budget by like twenty six million. Yeah, that was one of his platforms they ran on. Um, so so this guy has the whole world watching. Seems um, like that's ha- causing a problem. It sounds like it say. is. He's sending in some troops to help the, you know deal with it but not enough apparently so what are the troops going to do nuke it shoot uh, shoot at it like yeah. it's <laughs> a massive they have force. Super got ice nuke super yeah. soakers instead we, of guns yeah. <laughs> i have no idea but so the, he's got the whole world watching him as these fires burn out of control um he's being threatened with economic penalties if he doesn't put the fires out and i imagine he's just about to lose his fucking mind and everyone including trump is like we can help you if you want it and i don't understand why they're just not already doing it cat disease yeah no we need to probably just help them Everyone yeah. should probably help the rainforest yeah. situation. Yeah. Twenty percent twenty percent of oxygen is a pretty staggering number. Right. Let's, get it, yeah, let's totally. get it put out. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, before we get on to the next story real quick, uh, there were eight Leprechaun films, and it was Leprechaun 1, 2, 3, Leprechaun 4 in space, Leprechaun uh-huh. in the hood, Leprechaun back to the hood, okay. Leprechaun Origins, and Leprechaun Returns. Wait, which so I was right about I the two Leprechauns, and it was Leprechaun 5 and 6, you're saying? Leprechaun 5 and 6 was in the hood, and then they went back to the hood. Well, which is the one where Immediately back to the hood. Yeah. <laughs> they had some unsett- unfinished business in the hood with the Leprechaun. Which is the one where he makes the guy think that he's like about to go into some girl's titties, but it's actually like a lawnmower. Remember that scene? No, uh, I, don't, oh. I don't remember, but he, oh. he does. He has catchphrases. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. That's true. We got to check out Leprechaun yeah. in Space, which yeah. came out first. All right. Andrew Luck is hanging up his pads and retiring from the game of football, y'all. Not so lucky if you drafted him in, in your fantasy league, but also if you drafted your fantasy league already, you're a dumbass. Yeah, not so lucky. O.J. Simpson, who tweeted that he drafted him an hour before his <laughs> retirement while while drinking a glass of wine and looking f- very free. Yeah, you played 10 years <laughs> in the league. You don't yeah. know about injuries during preseason. <laughs> looking yeah. too free. Looking way too <laughs> smiley way too and free. free. Yeah. OJ's That's, too free. Pat made a great point, though. You cannot draft before the end, before, like before the end of week three. Pre- Look at my driver's license. <laughs> I can drive wherever I want. I to. can drive. He's like the thing is, I drafted him though yeah. because I can draft now. Yeah, I can draft. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, football is a game that Andrew that gave Andrew Luck more money than he'll ever be able to spend. To which he gave back a pretty good but not overwhelming performance. Yeah, a couple of Pro Bowl seasons. Yeah, Luck cited that uh, the seemingly never-ending cycle of him being in. Injured uh, is the main reason for him wanting to walk away from football. That makes sense. Uh huh. Uh, he also has a different uh, difficulty differentiating between the word appreciated and appreciative. Check out his press conference; it's great. Mm-hmm. Luck said in his press conference from Lucas Oil Stadium on Saturday, "Quote: I haven't been able to live the life I want to live. It's taken the joy out of the game. Oh no! The only way forward for me is to remove myself from football. This is not an easy decision. It's the hardest decision of my life, but it's the right decision for me. It's the easiest decision of his life. Yeah. Why is everyone yeah. so mad about this? Everyone." Would do the same fucking thing if they really had. What, what do you, you know? think? Oh, absolutely. He made a hundred million. He made about a hundred million. Yeah, it was a pretty easy decision. So I, I mean, immediately I got kind of pissed. Like, well, is he going to give some of the money back? Uh, no, actually, actually I, ter- what? It turns out that the Colts graciously waived their right to recoup part of the monies that they paid Luck to the tune of twenty five million dollars. Why so, would he give? First of all, why would he give money back? Dude? Because like, they, he put his body on the line. Like he's he's retiring because he gets injured. Like I mean, that's a player's right to do. 
I get people that are, Tough are sport. upset with them. But. Tough sport. You're right. right. You deserve it, Andrew. Take a forever vacation, you 29-year-old king. Yeah, I think that's the real reason he's retiring is because he is 29 years old, but everyone can see by looking at him that he's aged. He's probably like 50 in, in real life age, so he's probably just too old to play. Yeah, and he definitely has a second career as playing one of the cavemen in a Geico commercials. Have you ever heard the guy talk? Yeah, with no makeup. <laughs> <laughs> just his neck beard and his voice. It is a cush retirement, though. Yeah. 29 with a couple hundred mil. Yeah, good for sucks, him. Sucks the Colts. They were going to be really good this year. Now they're going to suck. All right. We might have our first crime from outer space, guys. That's one small step for man and one giant pathetic leap for mankind. Right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's how I it think goes. that's the quote. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, NASA is examining a claim that astronaut Anne McLean improperly ac- accessed the bank accounts of her estranged spouse from the International Space Station she was in. So McLean's spouse is former Air Force intelligence officer Sumner Warden, and Warden brought a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission uh, that McLean had committed identity theft, uh, despite no indication of moved or spent funds. So it seems it was just McLean logging in to spy on her ex and see how well she was doing financially. Wait, wait, hold on. Hmm. I, I think you got this story wrong. It's, the, two, it's two ladies. I don't. Oh, God. Two women married, yeah. In space? I'm really confused. Warden's parents brought an additional Damn, complaint with that's NASA's. Hot, yeah. <laughs> space, space. Emmanuel le- in space. Lesbians in space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Warden's parents brought an additional complaint with NASA's Office of Inspector General, alleging that not only did McLean improperly access Warden's private financial records, but the motive is she is executing a highly calculated and manipulative campaign to gain custody of Warden's son. So, whoa. Seems to dig a little deeper. Yeah, that's- McLean. That's alarming. Yeah. Yeah, that's alarming. But wait, what the fuck? Hey, hold on. How do, does the computer at the International Space Station just access everything? Like, it, yeah, just, it, it just can go anywhere? It's just the internet. She just logged into Chase with a... With a she just her, used her... Her, her access she just knew her pro- she, Yeah, she knew her password. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the IP address is like probably 0001. Right, like they're going to know that you, you're yeah, dialing you, from space. Yes, they know exactly who's doing it, where it's coming from. McLean's uh, lawyer, Rusty Hardin, great name, by the way, says McLean strenuously denies that she did anything improper and is totally cooperating. He added that McLean was monitoring the account to ensure the well-being of Warden's son, who they had been raising together, using the same password to access the account as she had through their relationship yeah. so there you go well she just you know she can yeah, they, have, they have internet in space he's also going to uh, direct lesbians in space right just one problem though they're rusty uh they are no longer in a relationship as the two women were divorced in 2018 after mclean accused warden of assault a move warden claimed was bullshit and like her parents recently alleged says was part of a long-standing attempt by mclean to gain custody of her son a few months later, McLean went to space, and Warden then discovered that her bank accounts had just been being logged into. Um, what? How cute is this fucking kid? How also, adorable is also this kid? Also, you just gotta. It, this is not about getting the kid. This is jealousy, and you just gotta let jealousy go when you're in space. She, how, you're in space. How is she gonna parent from space anyway? You can't. She's I mean, like, she's like, you're not doing well with your finances, but at least you're not in outer space. I mean, if you're Warden, you're like the best place McLean can be is in space. Is in space, yeah. no, yeah. but she's still fucking logging in. Right. We've all we've all been jealous before and wondered what an ex War- is up to, but you're in goddamn space. Warden is like, there's only a twenty percent chance Maybe. she's making it back alive. You got right. nothing yeah. else to do at the space station. Yeah. yeah, just log into well, apparently get porn up there. Well, um, this is going to become a larger issue in about ten years when Amazon can do two day shipping to outer space because returns are going to be a nightmare from outer space, guys. Mm, ask Ask Leprechaun. From- <laughs> My Leprechaun in the t- to, in the hood, back to the hood DVD is broken. Oh man, <laughs> Leprechaun in space. We're gonna have a watch party. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's be honest. The old tale that you swallow like eight spiders in your sleep every year is bullshit. Spiders avoid no, it's people. Not. It's definitely bullshit. Spiders avoid people for the most part. 
And while it is possible to swallow one uh, while sleeping, it would be incredibly random and highly unlikely, unless, of course, it drops down from the ceiling in the middle of the night and lands right inside Mark's mouth. Yeah, I don't like this story. He does yeah. sleep with his mouth open. Yeah. But it could be like a really small spider. Could be, but they avoid, like, air. and I mean, they just avoid your fucking mouth. You can breathe it in real easy. They're just right. the worst. Yeah. And in a story straight out of Mark's nightmares, a Kansas City woman went to the doctor because she thought she had water in her ear, uh, hearing a strange whooshing sound. But when she went to the doctor, they didn't find water. No, they found a spider. Uh, it was just the whooshing of eight legs. Yeah. Yeah. That's spider. That's spider for you're fucked. No, yeah. man. <laughs> it, was the it was the spider trying to keep his cover. It was, he was, just, he was, it was just the spider just ejaculating uh, silk jizz in her ear. Yeah. And it was it was a brown recluse, no less. So like about, oh. They said it was about the size of a dime. So not a small spider. So after man. carefully. Do you remember when PFT's face got bit by a brown yeah. Yeah, he got fucked up. Yeah, those things he was are, moving wood from a pile. They they will they will fuck you up. So uh, uh, upon removing the the spider, doctors doctors informed the woman that she was very lucky she had not gotten bitten by the highly venomous spider, but also very unlucky that a spider crawled into her ear. So yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a lucky unlucky, unlucky, lucky yeah. unlucky scenario. <laughs> spiders spider, <laughs> mainly unlucky. Yeah, mainly unlucky. Yeah. Spider's not gonna trash its own house. You know what I mean? But you're one of two people in the reported recorded history that had a brown recluse living inside of her. So yeah. So uh, have fun sleeping with earplugs in tonight, Mark, for the rest of your life. Um, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. We hope you had a fantastic weekend. Don't forget we have some new merch out, and buying a T-shirt is a great way to help you look cool and in the know. It also helps us in our goal to go completely full-time and bring you lots more content, which is our goal. So do us a favor and grab a shirt. Will you? Will you please? Please. Buy a shirt. Yeah, buy one. Also. Two. No, yeah. don't. Don't do it. Just, just fucking buy a shirt. Let me, try some, let me try some here. Don't do it. Don't buy a shirt. Oh, it's a reverse psychology. Mm. <laughs> don't buy 10 shirts. Don't buy 10 shirts. Your, also, mo your mom will hate it. <laughs> also, don't forget about our live Power Hour uh, featuring PFT Commenter in, uh, uh, on September 4th here in Austin, Texas, uh, and on the East Side, at the Eastside Tavern. So if you live Nailed here. Nailed it. Yeah, that was, that was tough. Uh, so if you live here, come on out and drink some beers with us. And uh, most importantly, have a great fucking Looks day. Looks like there's going to be a brawl. You playing something good? Hell yeah! Rolling Stone Street Fighting Man, G. Stephens. You just hit G. Eight. If you like pina coladas, bring it out in the rain. Oh. Hey, how come you get a pool cue? Note to self, learn to fight.